0: Today, breaking news Donald Trump was found guilty in his civil lawsuit and more on the Allen Mall shooter. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and a jury in New York has found that Donald Trump is liable for the sexual abuse of E. Jean Carroll. This is an Internet advice columnist, but they found that there was not enough evidence to say that he had raped her, which was the initial accusation. This was a panel of six men and three women who also found that Trump injured her in a Manhattan Bergdorf Goodman dressing room and defamed her when he called her a liar. They have ordered uh, the former president to pay a total of $5 million in damages, or the judge has. Uh, They made their decision after just three hours of deliberation. I believe that they were in trial for a total of seven days. And Trump has responded already, saying on Truth Social, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. This verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Carol, however, left the court beaming from ear to ear without making a statement to the media, but was heard saying to the crowd, we're very happy. Uh, Here to discuss this and more. Woo, this is a big one. Here to discuss this and more, we have uh, a Uyuns, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Also, Robino, Blaze media critic. And we have joining us remotely our good friend, uh, Josh Hammer, who is, of course, the opinion editor at Newsweek. Josh, thank you so much for joining us. You are, of course, the, uh, the attorney here. I mean, I, I don't want to, usually when it's just me and you, Josh, I'll say that you're the smart one in the room, but I don't want to, uh, to insult the gentleman next to me who are also very smart, so, but you are uh, the attorney here. Tell us what your thoughts are on this breaking news of Donald Trump being found guilty in this civil lawsuit.
1: Well look I mean the fact that the that the verdict came down so quickly I mean just 2 to 3 hours of deliberations I mean as soon as I heard that I mean I assumed that he was going to be found guilty on or, or liable I should say on on some front I mean it's it's completely implausible that a new York city based jury would have been able to kind of acquit him and uh, find him not liable and all that I mean you know th- that's simply the nature of juries obviously as we have discussed time and time again when it comes to the the meritless and dubious prosecution currently being pursued by Alvin Bragg I mean when it comes to this case in particular I, I mean it seems to me that the jury has tried to reach a middle ground measure uh, I, I I mean if, if I recall the facts of this case, I mean, back in the Bergdorf, Bergdorf Goodman, excuse me, back in 1996, there was no notable kind of screaming from the dressing rooms or anything like that. So, I mean, that fact alone, I think, should basically evince single-handedly that rape almost assuredly did not happen. I mean, that's just not the fact pattern. And and something as horrific as a rape is going to be all sorts of yelling. I I mean, it's right there in a Bergdorf Goodman in New York City, for God's sake. I mean, if, if Donald Trump had raped someone there, people in the store would have known about it when it comes to the battery i mean what what they're basically saying is that he is that he's liable for groping her or touching her inappropriately something of that nature I, I mean i i have no idea we have no idea this was 27 years ago right i mean that's kind of the crazy part about this is that it's currently being litigated right now It's literally a he said, he said, she said from, you know, well, well before Donald Trump had the public eye anywhere in the twinkle of his eye. The defamation part of this is the part to me that's a little more peculiar. Um, Defamation, as currently litigated in U.S. law, is infamously hard to prove. And that's the part that I'm most suspicious about. But, you know, I mean, look, I mean, Trump will definitely appeal this. So I guess we'll hear him out on appeal.
0: So, Josh, tell us what is the I mean, there's a different um, threshold that a civil lawsuit has to meet. Right. So would the defamation I mean, would everything that he was basically found liable for the sexual abuse, the battery, uh, the defamation, that all is a different threshold than a criminal procedure, correct?
1: That's correct. Yeah. So for criminal prosecution, it's beyond a reasonable doubt for a civil lawsuit in almost every jurisdiction. It is the preponderance of the evidence, so the majority of the evidence.
0: Okay. Um, so you mentioned that this is basically a he said, she said there wasn't enough evidence to say that uh, that he had raped her. Um, I would also like to add, Your Honor, for the record, Mm -hmm. I would like to add uh, the time that Jean Carroll, whatever her name is, went on CNN, and this is she is an odd duck, and she started talking about how like rape is sexy or something. Watch.
2: Don't feel like a victim.
1: I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. It just it it hurt. Okay. It just what it just you know. But well,
2: I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent most assault. It is not. I a think sexy.
3: most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. No.
4: This Let's take a short break. Think
3: of the fantasies.
4: Mm. Uh, delusional. We've got to take a quick break. If ah. you can stick around, we'll
2: talk more on the other side. Mm-hmm.
1: You're
0: fascinating to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josh, I feel like that in itself should discredit the person who is giving you all the entire claim should be thrown out the window just based on that, plus all of the other weird interviews that she gave.
1: Yeah, I mean that is nails on a chalkboard awkward. <laughs> I mean, I mean I don't normally feel for Anderson Cooper and CNN, but it really does make you feel for, for Anderson Cooper just sitting there having to endure that. I mean, what about the people who have been legitimately raped over the years? I mean, I mean how do they feel watching that? I mean, the survivors of rape, I mean, they, I, I can only imagine how you would feel watching that video of this person who was clearly disturbed talking about how, I, I, mean, I mean, that is like mentally ill behavior. And the other kind of giveaway here, Sarah, that I think it's worth kind of talking about a little bit, the media has really not discussed this lawsuit. I mean, Trump is under investigation you know, in Alvin Bragg, in the state of Georgia for the election stuff there, at a federal level for both January 6th and the classified documents retention stuff in Mar-a-Lago. So he's under investigation a lot of places. This particular lawsuit, I felt like up until the past few weeks, almost no one has been talking about it. And that in and of itself, Kind of gives away the game right because the media knows that based on the video and uh, that you just saw and other similar conduct that the woman who is in the epicenter of this is not even remotely media friendly she is not even remotely sympathetic so yeah i mean i definitely agree with what you said there i mean there is nothing illegal about a one human being consensually touching another human being so you know look i mean maybe the jury knows something that i don't know or you don't know that's always possible but based on what we just heard i think every american should be immensely skeptical of what just came down. Yeah,
0: yeah
4: cool. Josh, good to see you, brother. You're amazing. A uh, question I have, though, why not, why not a more proactive fight by Trump's team? You know, as the left is trying to walk away from it, why not, why not play that? Why not you know, why say, hey, we'll, we'll appeal this rather? And I know maybe there's so much going on they want to keep it quiet, but in the public's eye dealing with this stuff day to day, this is not, this is not a, a, a public win for him. Mm
1: -mm. No, it's not a public win. I mean, look, I mean, well, it's not a public win on the one hand. On the other hand, maybe it is kind of a public win for – for kind of bizarre reasons, right? I mean, if you if you view kind of Donald Trump's 2024 campaign kind of from kind of a 35,000 foot altitude view level, what what is he running on? Well, he's running on kind of I am your personal retribution, I am your solver, I alone can fix it. He really is kind of running kind of this this broad based kind of victimization campaign. So I mean, maybe if you kind of play, if you buy into kind of the 35,000 degree chess sort of stuff, then maybe there is something to be gained by this just being and yet another data point in kind of the broader victimization campaign. On the other hand, Jaco, to your point, and great to see you, brother, as well. I mean, this is $5 million, right? I mean, this is not chump change, even for Donald Trump, who's worth a lot of money. So I, I, again, he'll appeal, but I mean, maybe in the short term, it's not as big a hit, certainly for his base. I mean, I think for a lot of kind of the hardest of hardcore Trump supporters, kind of the only Trump kind of voters, they probably see this and they think, oh, you know, the system's going after and, and to be clear, they're right. I mean, like, I am skeptical of what. Just happened here too but you know maybe this does help him block up some of his core core supporters a little bit more
0: yeah. Rob you want to weigh in
3: yeah I, I just go going to the um going to what he said it's amazing how quick this trial worked right I was on a, a jury back a while ago on a sexual assault case and it took us a week to deliberate uh, mm-hmm. before we we found the person not guilty right it's like these I have personal experience with this so it's just does this seem like it went faster to you than one of these normally goes or would you think that it would be longer if they were yeah, actually happy? Yeah,
1: no, it happened. It happened super quickly. I mean, like I said, I mean, two to three hours of deliberation. That is absolutely nothing. I, I mean, that is a crazy short amount of time. And. You know, the the interesting part is that they were able to kind of arrive to actually at this at least slightly or purportedly kind of nuanced conclusion where he's not liable on the rape, but he is liable on the battery and defamation. So to arrive at that very quickly strikes me as definitely a bit unusual. And yeah, I think to your broader point, Rob, I mean, this thing, this whole thing does seem like it was rushed. And I I, I have to conclude that part of that is, you know, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, kind of this realization to to Sarah's points that this woman here is a horror show and that she is not made for TV. She is not even remotely sympathetic. So get this thing out of the way, you know, ding Trump, orange man, bad, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But I think that's absolutely what is going on here. But yeah, two to three hours of deliberation time is crazy, crazy quick.
3: And does it need to be We asked the question earlier that the differences, right? If if I'm correct, I don't know if New York is. In a civil trial you just need a majority of the jury, right? Not and do we know yet whether it was majority or unanimous? Have we I don't know if I've seen that.
0: I don't think I've seen that.
1: Uh, I I have not seen that either, and I'm actually not positive exactly what the juror threshold is in New York state civil litigation, but it's almost assuredly not unanimous, right? So, yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to see as well. Uh, I mean, certainly it's it's obviously got to be above majority. I'm not not quite certain if it's supermajority or something like that, but that'll be very interesting to see once we learn more about that information.
4: To that case, I mean, this thing is closed and shut before it starts at New York. I mean, the name Trump alone, I mean, it's, 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 it's unfair before you start. Uh, the woman has a complete misconception on even what rape is. Um, it's a train wreck. I, I'm, I'm, I am quite surprised, actually, Josh, that, that this did go this way because there's so much ammo to fight back with. Just play the tape, like Sarah said. Just roll the tape. Just play every interview. So, but, but then again, interesting point. Maybe at this point it is, let them attack me. Yeah. Because my base will galvanize. Just let them come. You know,
0: Um, Josh, I want to while I have you, my esteemed legal scholar friend, I want to ask you uh, about the you mentioned Alvin Bragg and the case, the other case that Donald Trump is one. I'm sorry. One of the other cases that Donald Trump is wrapped up in. Um, So the judge in that case, uh, he placed a gag order on Donald Trump, so now he cannot post anything on social media relating to uh, the ongoing case, relating to the evidence. He has to have court approval to like, defend himself in the court of public opinion. I guess. What? What are your thoughts on that? Because this all just seems, you know. <laughs> If I were a more cynical person, Josh, I would say that this all seems like a ploy to try to interfere with the 2024 election to prevent Donald Trump from being elected again.
1: You know, Sarah, in the year 2023, I'm not sure that there is any level of cynicism or jadedness that is (laughs) not totally 100 percent absolutely justified. I mean, you know, think back to the, the beginning of the whole Alvin Bragg brouhaha about a month ago or so. They were already saying that at that time, Alvin Bragg and the New York County, New York DA's office was trying to kind of get this trial teed up to start around January or February of next year, 2024. I mean, you might as well just say it. I mean, at that point you literally might as well just say that we are trying to get this thing started before the Iowa caucuses, before the New Hampshire primary. So yes, I mean, I absolutely share your cynicism there. There is nothing whatsoever about Alvin Bragg's track record that should lead us to any other conclusion other than that this is 100% entirely politically motivated. Alvin Bragg, who was obviously, he is massively Soros funded there in New York. I mean, this is a guy after all, who was infamous for taking felonies down to misdemeanors. And now he's taking this very bizarre misdemeanor up to a felony for reasons that are still legally unclear a month later. I mean, the whole thing is absurd. So the gag order is kind of just the kicker in that, right? And I'm not surprised. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm actually a little surprised the gag order took this long. I I went on TV around the time that the indictment dropped, basically speculating that that the gag order might have been kind of slapped on Trump literally the day of the indictment. So I'm actually a little surprised it's taken this long, but it's unjust nonetheless.
0: Josh, we appreciate your time. It's always good to see you. Come back soon.
1: Anytime, my friend.
0: Thank you. Um, All right. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor Birch Gold. So uh, President Trump actually recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. He said our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, I'm sorry, frankly, in 200 years. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar inflation, deficit spending and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times, and that is gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. They can help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into an IRA in gold. You're not going to pay a penny out of pocket. You got to text the word Y to 989898. They'll send you a free information kit. They're going to help guide you through the entire process. Please, gold is a safe haven when currencies fail. Will you please just look at the kit, protect your savings with gold. Like I literally, personally, we do a lot of business with Birch Gold. We have diversified into Birch Gold, okay? Text the word Y to 989898. (laughs) More details about the Allen Outlet Mall murder have been released, including pictures and manifestos or just, you know, strange, incoherent ramblings of a crazy person. And I think we have more questions than answers now. Now, curiously, the reporter who broke the story with actual evidence before any of the mainstream media reporting details from anonymous sources and FBI bulletins and all of that, the only guy who first put forth this exclusive evidence was Eric Toller. This is a Bellingcat researcher, he calls himself, who also happened to break the recent intelligence leak story from Discord and track down the leaker. Now, if you aren't familiar with Bellingcat, the group purports themselves to be an online investigative journalism site. It is, however, heavily funded by the U.S. government's National Endowment for Democracy. There's that word democracy again, uh-huh. and has strong connections directly to the CIA. But I'm sure there's nothing, to, it's just that it's federally funded. It's also funded by the EU. So it's got, you know, but it's okay. There's nothing to see here. Uh, now, the shooter's OK.ru profile, an obscure Russian social media website, had just recently be- been created. So the social media profile just recent- recently been created, had zero friends, zero interactions, but a lot of very recently posted neo-Nazi material, including a picture of a very fresh SS tattoo. As you can see from the the way that it, the crispness around the edges, you can tell that is a pretty fresh tattoo. But uh, by the way, the image cuts off at the neck, so you can't actually see his face. The Cat reporter also answered the question, What was the neo-Nazi white supremacy content the shooter was engaging with? As we read from almost every single mainstream media outlet, he was engaging with so many neo-Nazi white supremacy content, uh, creators, videos. Well, it was none other than the very right-wing extremist Tim Pool. Garcia's view history indicated he had watched a whopping four episodes of Tim Pool, who, by the way, is anything but an extremist. Here is Tim Pool's response. Watch.
1: You know, there, there, there was a period episodes. where the media had enough influence to where I may have been concerned about this and then been like, oh, do I got to put out a statement? I remember when uh, the New Zealand shooting happened and the guy said subscribe to PewDiePie or whatever. Right. And then PewDiePie was all like, yo, oh, man, like, hey, look, John you know, and I'm kind of just like, shut up. I-, I look at this and I'm like, shut your mouth, belling cat. You guys are idiots you you, You get me swearing but like it's a it's a random profile from russia the credibility is almost nothing and there's four clips from one show one time
0: Mm. another place where the shooter was getting his neo-nazi content libs of tiktok you know the twitter account run by a jewish woman in fact in one of his senseless bizarre ramblings he made sure to notate at the top this post was inspired by libs of TikTok. Uh, he goes on to say, I had this teacher who was supposed to be a chemistry teacher, but she used the class to promote Jewish uh, diversity, hippie stuff. I was just starting to go right wing. Very weird. He keeps using these weird keywords. There's, no, here, here are the keywords we know so far. Russia, white supremacy, neo-Nazi, libs of TikTok, Tim Poole, right wing. She would always say some politically correct crap like we all bleed red or there's only one race, the human race. I didn't know what to say at that time. So he goes on. It's this big, long story. And then it says uh, she is sharp as a tack, which, you know, a lot of 33-year-olds always say. Uh, It says that, um, but all those smarts came at the expense of her common sense. He also says that he said, final solution to his teacher when she asked, hi, how are you? And he said, she went off on me. How dare you be a Hitler supporter, exclamation point. He would cheerfully kill your non-blonde hair, no blue eyes having behind. You're not even white, exclamation point. I mean, this is... It's a little weirdly written. I'm just saying, like, there are all of these weird, bizarre keywords that should be, you know, they're all flags to the CIA and the FBI. um, And they're all done on a Russian website that literally no one would have. uh, It's just it just doesn't make sense. So um, I want to show for you. There are some questions. I share these questions with uh, Ian Miles Chong on Twitter. So I I, I just want to just want to read this tweet to you. Why was the shooter misidentified several times? The shooter wasn't white. How were his neo-Nazi affiliations discovered? There was speculation about whether the visible tattoo on the shooter's hand was a gang tattoo based on the practices of the prison gang Tango Blast, whose members have tattoos of the cities they're from. Which, by the way, I'd like to point out uh, another piece of cynicism from that particular point is that when you go to mainstream media outlets like Daily Mail, like these other places, they deliberately showed the picture of the shooter on the ground dead and they cut off his hand. So you couldn't see the tattoo. You could not see that tattoo, that symbol on his hand. You couldn't see in those pictures. They deliberately edited them and cropped them to not show it. Why? Why is that? Uh, Let's see, the alleged shooter's Nazi tattoos are fresh. He had an account on OK.ru, and it was made a few months ago. It had zero interactions. The photos of his body with Nazi tattoos are all headless. The person who discovered the profile is a Bellingcat researcher, a NAFO member, and the same guy who discovered the Discord leaks of of the top-secret Pentagon files. The shooter's profile praised the transgender terrorist in Nashville, and they posted Tim Poole's content on his profile with zero interactions. They're currently being highlighted by this researcher, uh, Aaron Toller, and others None of this makes sense to me, and I'm not. Look, I, I'm not. I'm, I, I want to use my. I want to choose my words very carefully, um, because what happened was a tragedy, and it did happen. Like people are dead right now, um, so I'm not trying to say that this didn't happen. But who do you trust when the FBI is being weaponized against half of America? This the 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 entire. The entire federal government, the IRS, the CIA, I mean, you have every single department who we are supposed to trust with this information, who have been proven to not be able to be trusted. So now you see things like this, and you go, I just need for this to make sense. And it just sounds a little too perfect perfectly tied up with a bow for me to have it make sense and I need to hear more so I want to toss it to you guys and I just want to be clear I'm not saying that this didn't happen I'm not saying that it wasn't real I'm saying I need more information because as of right now I still have a whole lot of a hell of questions
4: as you should um unfortunately lives were lost um we know of a little boy that's now parentless and siblingless. Uh, I mean,
0: it's, it's, it's,
4: it's, it's diabolical, but I'll it say makes me this, sick. I'll say this, Sarah, and I'm going to stand firm on this. The Uvalde shooting, that shooter was in- instructed, coerced, moved, supported to go do that. I think this is a plant, personally. I think there are forces inside our government. I said it before the show started, I have a real concern that we're going to see this when the migrants cross the border on Thursday and Friday, that they want to see, see the crazy Texans, these gun-bearing you know, bearing Texans are now going after migrants. I really truly believe people inside our government are orchestrating the Vegas shooter at the country music festival. Mm-hmm. So much evidence back then that that guy had colluded with people in government and he was a plant. I think these things are strategically happening because this is a deranged sick human being and they profile them and they exploit them, not that he's not Mm -hmm. responsible, Mm -hmm. but they target them Mm -hmm. and they weaponize them literally to go make this point that we should not be able to defend our families in this country because somehow guns are running the streets. Meanwhile, they take crazy people. May I just say one thing? The Sineola cartel was used by the U.S. government to eradicate black gangs in this country. They paid the cartel to go into inner cities and fight the gangs and never got the cartel back. They're still running the streets. So there's great history in America of our government mm-hmm. paying people to weaponize them against our own people.
0: They're also, Rob, I mean, look. I'll be very careful with my words because I'd like for YouTube to watch as much of this as possible. I mean, Robert F. Kennedy says that the CIA assassinated JFK, right? His uncle, yeah. Well, right. But um, sorry, RFK Jr. I appreciate that. Um, And we have enough evidence to know that the FBI is constantly involved in, egging people on. You saw what happened in the case of Gretchen Whitmer. There were like more FBI informants than there were actual defendants. And they were all putting pressure on these people to do the thing. So I I just feel like. How do we know what's real and what's not anymore? Because if that were to be the case, which I'm not saying it is, we don't have enough evidence to know that it is. But my point is, would we ever have enough evidence to know that it is? Because that would mean that the FBI was investigating itself. What what
3: this reminds me of, right, what what this reminds me of when you said um, the Sonola cartel and and African-American, it reminds me of Whitey Bulger in Massachusetts. If you've seen Black Mass, I mean, I grew up with that stuff in in New England. They took Whitey Bulger to take down the Italian La Cosa Nostra. Mm. That's what they did. They enabled him. And there were FBI agents that became part of his gang and went to jail because of it. And when you look at the war on terror, a vast majority of the terrorist convictions that they got in the United States of kids and things like that were people that they groomed mm-hmm. and, and got in online chat rooms and like made them go build fake bombs and things like that. So a lot of that was that. But what really gets me is it was we, we had a, a gang member, right, run over seven mm-hmm. people now are dead in Brownsville yeah. this weekend, and we heard nothing about that, yeah. right, because same number of people dead. It was a car and not a gun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that this, that this group, Bensiaga or whatever it is, um, brought up the, the Texera thing up in Massachusetts with the guy in the Discord server. What did they say about him right away? That he was a right-wing job. that he, ooh, he had a gun and he liked guns and, and all of these things, right? That's what they said immediately upon this. Why somebody that's 22 years old has access to that information is beyond the point, right? And then... You know, you look at the the Nashville shooting, and within 48 hours, we have this information that this person was a right-wing, white, Hispanic, Nazi, and we still won't be able to get the manifesto of what happened in Nashville. And as you said, he praised the Nashville shooter. So if he praised the Nashville shooter, the Nashville shooter was not a right-wing nut job, right? We know quiet, that, right? And we don't have. There was the the black nationalist up in New York City, right? That killed a bunch of people. But we don't. We still don't know that. Mm-hmm. It, it it is interesting, and and I, what what all I could think of, um, you know, having done internet marketing before, when you were talking. About all these, it's like they had an SEO meeting, right? right. A, search right. right. Like yeah. a search engine optimization. They had like a search engine optimization meeting and like, what are the keywords we exactly. can put in so it will flag? I mean, truly. It, I mean, not yeah. to be cynical, which I, I guess I am being, no, but, but I mean, I mean that—that's what what you were describing sounded exactly like that. And you know, do any of the news organizations that report on this person's um, findings? say that this organization is funded by the cia no. and european governments no
0: no right no they don't say that they're it's oh by the way the united states government is paying for this right researcher to uh, magically always be the one with the scoop who's <laughs> not who's <laughs> not in allen texas and i just, actually drove
3: i actually drove by this site on saturday and didn't know it was going on it explains the traffic jam mm. but i like drove by the site on on saturday afternoon um, he's not in Texas. He's not here. And all of a sudden he has all of this stuff neatly packaged in a bow within, I don't know how long he came up with it. No, he's first. He's yeah. first.
4: He's Johnny on the spot. Right. Johnny on the spot. This reeks to high hell. Yeah. Um, nothing, nothing, none, none of those posts, nothing about that is organic.
0: Yeah. It. Ju- I know. It I just know. stinks. I know. I know. Um, By the way, uh, Jason Buttrell here at Blaze, Glenn's chief researcher, did say that it's illegal to post anything about Nazis in Russia. So you'd think that this would have been flagged by their social media site that obviously has parameters and they have oversight and all of that. Um, Very weird how none of that happened and very weird how if he was a big Tim Pool and Libs of TikTok fan, he didn't have a Twitter. And how fresh of this down on. Well, you can't see his head in the tattoo picture.
4: Okay, but that tat is so, thank you for bringing it up. That tat on the right arm almost looks Photoshopped and it's so fresh. It's so I mean, fresh. And you can see
0: the raised skin yeah, like, on his, like, where like, it's still inflamed. That's
4: what I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, they take sick people and they make them do sick things because they can make them do sick things.
0: Yeah, all right. Um, well, we're hoping for more information on all of this, but uh, we gotta take a quick break. We'll be back with more. I wanna thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile, is there behind the scenes, uh, all, like, look, can you think, Yaku, of a company who does more for the conservative movement? There's not another for-profit, for-profit, for-profit company, for that, good does more company for- that
4: does more than Patriot Mobile. To actually put their own skin in the game, mm-hmm. their, their own hide on the line, their people in harm's way, uh, funding initiatives to give parents power back, there's nobody.
0: So, yeah. Um, Patriot Mobile, they were behind the whole the Southlake, Carroll, ISD uh, school board switch. Now they've left the Texas School Board Association, which has been huge. And they are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They're going to offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. Um, So you're knowing that you get the best possible service without giving your money to one of the big mobile carriers who is going to take a portion of your bill. They're going to donate it to all of the things that you're fighting against. Patriot Mobile, as Yaku mentioned, they're going to, they support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. So they're taking that portion of your money, and they're putting it for good cause. They're flipping school boards. They're working behind the scenes to make sure that the Supreme Court cases have what they need. And we were successful in so many of these cases. They can't do it without you guys. you got to go to Patriot mobile.com slash news get free activation with the offer code news also ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there it is patriot slash news all right we have breaking news here tucker carlson has announced a new show on twitter after being fired by Fox News, he has posted this video to his Twitter account. I, we literally, n- neither of us have watched it yet. This, I, is just, this is just happening as of the time of this taping, so we're all gonna watch it together, watch.
2: Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies. But most of the time, that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is, in fact, true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can, but there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess, it's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others.
4: See you soon. (laughs) Yep, Elon did it. We wanted him here, though.
0: We are so back. You know what? I'm happy Uh, for Tucker. I'm I'm happy for Tucker. I'm happy for Tucker.
4: Yikes.
0: Listen, if I were him, why would I not go independent? So you can go to TuckerCarlson.com and um, sign up for notifications to make sure that you track his latest moves. This is going to be so fascinating to watch pan out because, I mean— I don't know what a Fox contract looks like, but I know what a general contract looks like because I'm in one. And like, I if I were fired or benched or whatever, I would not be able to go out and do something like that, I wouldn't think. So it'll be fascinating to see how Fox responds to this, if he has found a loophole in the contract or if he is just saying, I'm not going to do the actual finger. If he's saying... Screw you, Fox, and I dare you to sue me. You
4: know what I think, though? I think Elon said, I got you. Yeah. Go. If they have a, if they have a non-compete on you, go tell the people the truth. I got you. Yeah. I'll back you up. My lawyers that bought Twitter at a fire sale, I got you. I'll back you up.
3: Elon could probably pay the damages, too, yeah, out of like, what he to. makes before he like, you know, really gets up in the morning. Because to, to, to these people, tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars are rounding
4: errors, right? Yeah. When you're worth over 100 million billion. I almost guarantee yeah. you yeah. that's what's going on. And maybe even a little sweetener of some stock and Twitter. I mean, this is. Well, he said we. Yeah. Which was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's he said, what I'm saying. It's, it's him. And yeah. it's just a, this is a Tucker-Elon combo.
3: There, there could be a, a social media exemption, too. Like, he can make social videos under the contract. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And is he saying, oh, this is just like a big social video that I make every day. Maybe. You know, there, there's a lot of things that are interesting. And the other thing that we might not know, his lawyer might have today made the deal with Fox to get out of the contract. True. Who knows? I mean, it doesn't have to go to trial, right? Like, that could have just happened. Who knows? But it's just everything's insane. His biggest promoter is uh, is uh, Matt Gertz from. Media matters, by the yeah, way. No, because he keeps like throwing out these videos, and, and today's was was something about we should not have anybody I think with pronouns I actually, here. actually,
0: actually, hold on. It's like, do we do we have that show? I mean, <laughs> do we have that clip? Okay, so let's go ahead and take a quick break, and then I want to play that clip because it really is it's phenomenal how much they are doing to make me like Tucker Carlson even more than I ever thought possible. Because I already thought that I was at max capacity, but they like I, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, we'll play that after the break. Want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So uh, Eden Pure is having their famous BOGO deal on thunderstorm air purifiers. When you buy one thunderstorm, you're gonna get one free. No matter how many you buy, you get an equal amount for free. Buy two, you get two free. Buy five, you get five free. And it's going to completely eliminate any odor, even the grossest odors like pet odors, cigarette smoke, urine, dirty diapers. I know a lot about that. Now is the time to order. Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale is this week only. With over 350,000 thunderstorms sold and countless five-star reviews, you know it works. I know it works because I live in a zoo. But it doesn't smell like one, okay? So put one wherever you need one, but make sure that you stock up. You can go to edenpuredeals.com, use discount code SARA, that is Eden Peer Deals, discount code Sarah. So Rob mentioned this other uh, Tucker, I mean, I would say like, oh no, the Tucker leak, but I, like he really, I think Tucker should send this guy a, a fruit basket or something because this is incredible. This is Tucker Carlson. Uh, he's talking about people with pronouns in their bios and how like we don't, we're not gonna hire people with pronouns in their bios, watch.
2: Oh, I said, I, she tried to get, I was like, she's got a lot of liberals working over there and, you know, they see this as war and we're the main force on the other side. And like, that's crazy. If you've got pronouns in your Twitter bio, you shouldn't work here because we can't trust you because you're on the other side.
0: I would literally never hire someone with a pronoun in their resume or their Twitter bio. Like. Literally never. I don't understand why that's supposed to be a bit. <gasps> gotcha. Gotcha, Tucker. You said the thing that literally everyone else was thinking except for the random, you know, that little subset radical group. I, I've got one. You got him. Oh, no. He's a regular Tucker's person. Oh, a, no. You
4: know, when when, when uh, quarterbacks at the end of the season send the line, the offensive line, some gifts, Tucker's going to send this guy a gift, say hey, thank you. Yeah. Well, what if he already
3: has been? Now, here's the conspiracy uh, be, theorist that would be in me smart. coming. That would be you smart. know, Fox last week is like, we don't know who's sending this, which I think they did to cover themselves. Uh, yeah. But they're like, we don't know who's sending this. How were
0: these desist- files that were on our servers getting out? Please we have desist. no idea yeah. who did Please it.
3: <laughs> the conspiracy theorist in me says, What if Tucker's sending them, Mm. or somebody associated with Tucker is sending them to them, because he knows that it paints him in a good light to his audience? I'd like it even more. That would be hilarious if that's actually what's happening.
4: That's three D. That's three D. That's that's fifth level chess. I would love that even more. I mean,
3: just I was just thinking that as we were watching it,
1: like I could see somebody
3: doing
4: that.
0: That talk about four D chess. I hope that that's the case. Me too. I hope. I mean, either way, I just love that it's happening. Or just
4: an internal, a Fox internal real Tucker fan going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah, give him a boost.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, I, I mean, because I think conveniently, mm, gosh darn it, Fox is never going to find out exactly how it got leaked out. They're just, it's, oops. The evidence is just going to be wiped and they're just never going to know. Um, but that would be really, really fascinating. Because
3: he probably out. has copies of them all, too, because he runs his own studio. Yeah, I mean, he has he has exact copies of both of his studios. Yeah, he's remoting house, in next to his house in in uh, Florida, or next uh-huh. to his house up in the woods of Maine. Like uh-huh. he's built two sets right. that are his, so that he doesn't have to actually go to New York and interact with those people every day. That's now, what he was doing.
0: Now, the the last piece of this will will be seeing what happens with that stupid lawsuit that that Fox staffer was filing that accused Tucker of like sexual harassment, even though she had never met the guy yeah. in person. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens with that. But, um, wow, okay, I'm excited. Uh, this is going to be huge, and we will keep you guys posted on it. But for now, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. we going- uh, So the White House is now going to limit press credentials, they say, to those who act professionally, you must act in a professional manner in order to keep your press badge. And they said all. Uh, they said everyone who currently possesses a pass must reply to their new credential set by July 31st. This comes after the, and the New York Post was not given credentials to attend a presidential event. And uh, Today News Africa reporter Simon Atiba, they really don't like him. Uh, here is him grilling Karine Jean-Pierre back in January, telling her that uh, she does not seem like a good fit for the job. Watch. Kevin, since you don't have any answer on the classified document, you seem a good fit for this job. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, my friend. Go ahead. Go
4: ahead,
0: my friend.
2: Has any meeting been set between us?
0: Uh- He's so good. And they can't call him a racist. They can't. Let me okay, so let me throw in one more. Uh, the New York the New York Post, their, their press credentials, they completely cut them, but. It's at the same time that this Hunter Biden case is heating up. And so the speculation there is that once the indictments drop, which I guess they're expecting indictments to drop, I don't know, but um, once charges or indictments drop, that they don't want the New York Post covering it because, of course, the New York Post was the outlet that covered the whole laptop disseminating. So we'll see. But, um, you know, it's fascinating because I seem to recall... These same people throwing hissy fits whenever Donald Trump sparred with the media, they said that he was uh, you know, somehow um, threatening freedom of speech, freedom of journalism. Now, all of a sudden, they're just like cutting press passes and we're just supposed to be like, oh, that's cool.
4: It's convenient when you can just remove the-, the
0: Dissenters? The
4: sanity from the room, yeah. right? Just remove it from the room. Yeah. But, but they say you have to act appropriately, right? in that room? Is it appropriate? In a professional, in a professional manner. Is it, is it professional for Karine Jean-Pierre to flaunt her sexuality
0: on stage? I would say no. Rob, take I us off. I was though. gonna
4: say professional is a code word
3: for people that disagree with us.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. you're professional, professional if you agree. Okay. Professional if you agree and uphold these states. Right, right, but that's not, listen, that's not fascist at all, all right? Donald Trump was a fascist, I swear.